that you're here with us today and what a fitting beautiful day for a resurrection service it's just so sunny and beautiful outside man if there's ever a day or a morning that i'll open my eyes that i was excited it was this one amen one of these days our lord is coming to take us away amen and i want to be ready to meet him in the air hallelujah let's sing this song together our god reigns how lovely Sin and you and 
Shout to the Lord. Let's sing it together. Key of G. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you in all of my days. Will I want to praise the wonders of your mighty Shelter 
specials for you. Man, we don't want to take up too much time. We have a lot on the agenda today. Man, we have uh, at least three uh, choirs that are going to be singing, so I'm going to try to move things along quickly here. Uh, we're going to have the uh, children's choir in just a moment, and then uh, Brother uh, Tim Aslong and Brother Daniel and his group have a special, and then we'll also have the adult choir. So uh, when I call for the groups to come up, if you'd make your way up quickly, amen, that'll make sure things run smoothly. Amen, and we'll just have a good time in the Lord. Amen. Let's sing a little song together. Power of your love. Power of your love. Lord, I've come to you. And I let my heart be changed. And
love and I will soar with you. change the order of our service. We have several special needs we want to bring before the Lord. I'd also like to ask the deacons if they would come forward and uh, we're going to pray over the offering at the same time we take these special needs to the Lord. Brother Aaron Ingamazi, if you would take the time to make your way forward and take these needs. Amen. I want to remember Brother Ben and uh, Sister Rachel Pritchard they're at home today. They're not feeling well uh, with sickness if you'd remember them. Also Sister Rachel Coffey it's not feeling well. Uh, if you'd remember her in your prayers, um, please keep Brother Richard and Sister Mary in your prayers. <clears throat> also, remember the Drum family and uh, what they're going through and the Pascals who have not been with us in quite some time. If you'd remember them in your prayers. Um, we also would like to remember Brother Danny and uh, Sister Caitlin Florian in special prayer this morning. Uh, if you remember my Aunt Sherry, Sister Sherry Holly. In prayer, she needs a touch from the Lord. Amen. If you keep the Jackson family and the Whitlock family as well in your prayers, and uh, also Sister Tracy Rabin. Um, We just want to remember those special needs. Do you have unspoken prayer requests? Amen. God sees each each need that's on your heart, friends. Amen. Let's pray together. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, for Easter. We thank you, Father, for the power of the resurrection. Lord, if it wasn't for Easter, then we would not be gathered here this morning. Father, we see, Lord, that this is the breaking of spring. And, Lord, nature is testifying of the resurrection. Father, for we know that the greatest fear that man has is death. But, Lord, because of Easter, the power of death was taken. Father, this morning, Lord, because there is an empty tomb in Jerusalem, we are able, Father, to bring our request to you, Lord, knowing that, Father, our sins will not be imputed to us because you took them away. And, Lord, you did not just keep them, but you threw them in the sea of forgetfulness. You took them far away from us, Lord, and that, Lord, we can have the confidence and the boldness to enter into the holiest of holies because there is a high priest, there is a lamb this morning that was slain. Father, as the angel proclaimed, who is worthy? There was no man that was worthy. There was no bishop that was worthy. There was no church that was worthy. There was no living being that was worthy. But this morning, there was a lamb that was slain for our sins and not just for our sins, but for our healing, for our iniquities, for our transgression, everything that we wanted for redemption, the Lamb paid for it. And this morning, Lord, we are drawing the benefits. Lord, we have a check that has no limits. Father, we are drawing, Lord God, divine healing. We are drawing joy. We are drawing peace. We are drawing everything.
everything that we need for this journey because it was paid for. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We believe that you are a healer. And Lord, those of your children that are not here this morning, some are streaming. I think of Sister Rachel, Lord. Father, we curse the sickness. Father, may you raise it up, oh God, by the power of the resurrection. Lord, we know that this is the rising of the sun, not the S-U-N, but the O-S-O-N of God. It's a living sun that has risen in our hearts. And Father, we can shout. Lord, we can sing. We can praise because of, Lord God, that seal of the Romans was broken on Calvary. We thank you this morning, Lord. Bless the tithe and the offering. Lord, we know you have blessed us, oh God. And Father, as our father Jacob, as our father Abraham, he met Melchizedek and he gave him a tenth because, Lord, you had given him the victory. We thank you for the victories we have won this week. We thank you for the victories this month and we give back to you, Lord. May you bless, oh God, all the hands that have stretched forth and may this, Lord God, resources be used for the furtherance of your kingdom. Lord, we pray for Brother David this morning. He's a man Lord. But like all of us we are human beings. But your word says that you make your angels spirit and your ministers a flame of fire. Lord may the Holy Spirit get a hold of him that he may speak for the word that may be able to touch the hearts of your children. We are waiting Lord. We ask these things in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Brother Aaron, you can have your seats. Children choir be making their way quickly up to the front. Amen. The children's choir. While they're doing that, we're going to sing a little song, Only You. I think it's the same key, sister. Only you, Lord. Only you.
Hallelujah. What a blessing. Amen. We appreciate, we appreciate the children's choir. Amen. And all the work that goes into that. Hallelujah. Let's give them another hand. Of... Man, we're thankful to have Brother Tim with us and Brother Daniel. Man, they've got a little special to sing. Man, we're just going to give them ample time. They're making their way up here. Amen. Amen. Uh, there was a couple prayer requests that I happened to have missed. I'll just mention those very briefly. Some um, have a special need. Uh, my wife's brother is uh, having surgery tomorrow. Um, if you'd remember him, he's having a, he has a hernia, and uh, he'll be having surgery on that. If you'd remember that special need in prayer, if you take that down, and also Sister uh, um, Sister Kristen, Sister Christy is having a. She has an eye infection, so you want to remember that in prayer as well. Amen. Thank you. happy to be here this morning and uh, we thank God for his grace upon each and every one of us this Easter Sunday and uh, we first want to thank the almighty God for bringing us all this far and uh, also we thank our pastor brother Barry for uh, when I got sick and he got ahead about it he accepted that I should come, and he took the responsibility. Amen. And uh, we are very grateful. Amen. And thank him so much Amen. for his support and his prayers and encouragement. Amen. At the day of surgery, he was right at the hospital with Amen. us. Amen. And we so much appreciate, and also Sister Becky. And also we want to thank you as a body of believers for your support and your love for us since we have been here. We really appreciate that so much. So we are standing here and representing the rest of our families in Africa. And we want to say thank you. And God richly bless you all for your love, prayers, and everything. God bless you. We just want to sing a song to glorify the Lord. Amen. 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 The final say, Jehovah has the final say. I say, has the final say. Jehovah has the final say. Jehovah
Amen. Let's give him another hand. <laughs> and appreciate that enthusiasm and zeal. Amen. Wow, what a blessing. Thank you, Brother Tim, Brother Daniel, and the group there. We really appreciate you being at the church with us and just throwing in your praise and worship, amen, and bringing that spirit with you, amen. It's such a blessing. Hallelujah. We're going to have the adult choir quickly make your way up front here and uh, take your places, and without further ado, man, we can jump right in there and, and just get to the praise and worship, amen, and get to the most important thing, the Word of God, amen. amen. Hallelujah.
carries me when I'm frail and weak. Oh, Jesus, is you. And who tells the storm to rest when I am overwhelmed and cannot speak? Jesus, it is you. Who wears my on his shoulder Who holds my heart in his hands Who takes my thoughts and fears and hangs them on the arms of Calvary Jesus it is you my Jesus it is you to the one thing true.
Let's give them another round of applause. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We appreciate Sister Laura and the group and the choir there. Amen. We appreciate our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We're not going to take up any more time. We're going to have our pastor make his way here and just want to get right into the word and see what God has in store for us today. Amen. Let's sing the little song, His Strength is Perfect. His strength is perfect. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. But sometimes I wonder what He can do through me. No great success to show. voice, but I just wanted to say, it's nice to have the choir back. How many would agree? It's nice to have the junior choir back. How many would agree? It's nice to have William Ashong back. It's nice... It's nice to have the James family here from Florida. It's nice to have Sister Tracy Eisenhower here this morning. We appreciate each one of you and all of you that are here today. Um, we also, too, um, we miss the Sylvesters. They were not mentioned this morning. They're out in Phoenix, and uh, we, we certainly miss them. I wrote to them this morning. April 11th, Sister Crystal Johnson has a birthday. Sister Crystal, God bless you and for all you do. And Theo Cross has a birthday. Theo, where are you? How old? 
nine years old and proud of it. God bless you. Good to have Sister Jane with us here today as well. And April 13th is Lucas's birthday. Lucas, how old are you? 25. What a great age. 25. Appreciate Brother Jeremy being here this morning at 8 a.m. Most churches had a sunrise. We had Brother Jeremy here at the church and uh, trying to fix our internet. And I say that because we still have internet interruptions. They're finding new things that are wrong about our system. The wire's going out. It's not the guys here. It is the connection between us and the world. And so we apologize if that blinks out on you. It's all recorded. It's all saved. We can archive. But I will tell you what, it's a blessing to be here in the building this morning and to just partake of the blessing of his presence today. Two quick prayer requests. Number one, Brother David Morglay is not here today. He's quite sick. We want to remember him in prayer. Also as well, we have a, a friend, um, and uh, you've never met her. Her name is, he's, his, her name is Sister Angel Hull. And uh, she is a young lady, 50 years old, somewhere in less than that. And uh, just a wonderful uh, young lady that we know from our town up in Virginia. And uh, she was stricken with a, uh, a brain uh, uh, a cancer in the brain stem. Uh, she has fought hard. Uh, it's been a real shock and a, and a quick progression uh, in her body. And the other day they gave her just a couple of weeks. And uh, we certainly do want to remember uh, her in prayer and her husband, Darren, uh, who we know. And uh, they've been friends of uh, the family for many, many years. And uh, their parents and grandparents attended uh, Brother Fulcher's church uh, for many, many years. So we've known them uh, forever. And so we'd ask you just to remember that family in prayer and for uh, Sister Angel. And just trust that the Lord will undertake for, uh, for them. So let's sing. Brother Johnny Reynolds is here. He's in the building. And uh, we are glad to have you, Brother Johnny. God bless you. <clears throat> Don't tell me that God doesn't answer prayer. He's the living evidence that God answers prayer. And we appreciate that very much. Let's stand. We're going to turn it right to Brother David. His strength is perfect. Let's sing that one more time. We're delighted, excited to have a baptism after service. Emma McCafferty is going to surrender her life to Christ, and we are glad to be able to witness that today. And what a better day than on Easter Sunday uh, to be able to do that. And so right after service, if there is anybody here, anybody else who would like to surrender their life to Christ and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're in the right place at the right time. And so we would invite you to consider that as well. Let's sing it one more time. We're going to turn it right over to Brother David Iverson uh, from Belgium. Honored to have him uh, with us this weekend. And you pull on the gift and just trust that the Lord will uh, meet your need today. His strength.
Hallelujah. His strength is perfect when our strength is gone. We greet you this morning in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we serve the same living God. And we thank the Lord for Easter. He has risen in each one of you. Amen. So may the Lord give you a blessed Easter day. We are thankful and grateful to be here this morning. And uh, thankful for the invitation. It's already the last service. So uh, I want to thank Brother Barry for the invitation. And Sister Becky for the good care. And um, also Brother Andy, Sister Jennifer, thank you for your good care for us. And uh, Brother Timothy, Ashong, may the Lord be with you. We have ministered together in Holland in the meetings. And I still remember very uplifting um, um, sermons you preach, brother. So we really appreciate you and thank the Lord for what he's done. And may the Lord be with you and your family as you travel back. And uh, every one of you, we, um, we thank the Lord. So I won't repeat the introduction from yesterday, but we met your pastor, Brother Barry, uh, in Denmark in uh, young, young men's meetings. 2002, 2003, and uh, we reconnected last year, so that's about 20 years later, uh, when Brother Barry came back from Ukraine with his report, and uh, we traveled to, Hol- uh, to Holland with uh, Brother Joshua, uh, Brother Guido's son, and uh, then we, uh, Brother Barry came to our church, and we had a wonderful services, and uh, Several powerful testimonies that happened. So we're glad to be here this morning and to do something back to bless you, to bless the people here. And we pray, that's our sincere prayer, that also this morning we may bring something that will help you in your life. And uh, may the Lord be with you and we pray for one another. Amen. So let's go right into the scripture and read. I believe we've come for... This part, the Word of God, is the most important part. Amen? And uh, So we'll read two scriptures this morning, and uh, then we'll go right into the service. The first one is uh, St. Luke uh, chapter 13, verse 11. And the second one is in Galatians chapter 3. St. Luke 13, verse 11. And the second scripture is Galatians 3, verse 13 and 14. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Hallelujah. So that is the title for this morning. Woman, thou art loosed. Hallelujah. Woman, thou art loosed. Hallelujah. Let's also go to Galatians and uh, chapter 3. Praise the Lord. 
13 and 14. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Let's just ask the Lord for his blessing before we take our seats. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we can be here this morning. And we believe, Lord, you had a perfect vision of this morning who would be here, Lord. And that I would be standing in the pulpit, Lord. And these precious people would be sitting here. And Father, we thank you that we can step into the vision this morning and fulfill your word. and. Be obedient to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, Lord. We are not coming to hear from a man, Lord, but we want to hear from you this morning. And Father, we pray that you will bless and anoint the lips that speak and also the hearts and the ears that hear, Lord. Lord. As your prophet would put it, Lord, circumcise the hearts and the ears, Lord, and take away everything that is not like you, Father, and may we just be open and to receive from your word, Lord, and Lord, knowing that you are a personal God, and we need you this morning, and we want to thank you, Lord, for an Easter, Lord, a death, burial, and resurrection, and that you came, Lord, and you died for us, and rose again, Lord, and you have risen in our hearts, Lord Jesus. So we come here to celebrate you, your life in us, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, in advance for all the things that you will do, Lord. We thank you for the songs that have been sang, and we thank you for the baptism that we were able to do, Lord, after the service. And may you just bless every soul, Lord. If there's somebody still, Lord, lingering, may you, your Holy Spirit just convince, Lord. And we thank you that you're still in the saving business, Lord. And pray your blessings upon each aspect of the service. And may you receive the glory and the honor in Jesus' name, we ask it. And the church said... Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Bless the reading of his word. Once again, it's a great privilege to be here. And uh, we'll be here uh, for about 10 more days, traveling around. And uh, so I thank you very much. Uh, We had a wonderful time yesterday and you were really pooling I, we could sense it and so the lord bless you how many believe we have some more blessings this morning and yes. hallelujah so the lord is good there's more hallelujah so i would like to speak on that subject woman thou art loosed hallelujah i believe there is a power in the word of god that uh, we, we, it's not just quoting scriptures, it's not just uh, repeating it like that as a vain repetition, but there is a power of the Holy Spirit. We are preaching from an open book. Amen? So when we speak about it, it's more than just a sermon, it's more than a Bible text, because Jesus is alive this morning. Hallelujah. The letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. 
And we thank the Lord for this message, uh, the message of the hour, that we have both of the letter and we have the spirit that makes the letter alive. And we, we say, by God's grace, he's alive and well in our hearts this morning. At this special Easter season, we thank the Lord that we, we have the reality of Easter. It's not a story of 2,000 years ago, but he is alive and well in my heart, in my situation, in my daily life, in my Monday mornings. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord. We have an empty grave. All the leaders of religions, they have their leader still dead in the grave, but our leader has an empty grave. He is risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a resurrection. We believe, as Paul put it, like if, if we don't have the hope of the resurrection, we are the most miserable of all people. But we are blessed. We have that hope of the resurrection. And we have the reality of it. Hallelujah. And pondering about this like, woman, thou art loosed, speaking about the church. We, we spoke yesterday about woman, why weepest thou? About the seasons where God allows seasons of sorrow and difficulties and sickness and tribulations. And Paul speaks, he spends a lot of time about his, his weaknesses. As we sang this song this morning, um, that, that, his, uh, that we are strong when we are weak. His strength is perfect. The, the, the prophet spoke about it, perfect strength and perfect weakness. Isn't that a strange term, perfect weakness? How can weakness be perfect? But we know through our weakness, we identify with Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who didn't come to show off, but he humbled himself, even to the death on the cross. He could have called them a legion of angels. The prophet says that behind every bush there were legions of angels. He, he could have just made one move and, and he could have come off the cross. He could have killed every enemy. He could have done what he would, but he humbled himself as a servant, as a lamb of God, as a lamb that was led to the slaughter. He didn't even open his mouth. And he had to stand before Pilate and listen to the world, not the religious world, but the, politic, the polit- political world had to testify, I find no fault in him. He had to be brought before Pilate because as a, in the Old Testament, a lamb had to be brought before the priest. And to be checked, if it, they couldn't bring a lamb that had a, had a, had a problem. It had to be a perfect lamb. It had to be the best they could bring. And we thank the Lord. It's, it's more than a sacrifice of a good lamb and lambs and goats and all those things. But this morning we, we celebrate the sacrifice of a perfect lamb, the lamb of God. Hallelujah. That's why we can speak and we can rejoice this morning because we know The seals have been loosened. No one was worthy, but this lamb, this man, this lamb was worthy. It wasn't the blood of Joseph and Mary, but it was the blood of God. And that's why, hallelujah, God created himself in the womb of Mary, 
man had nothing to do with it. Hallelujah. And we know in him dwelleth the fullness of God. Hallelujah. And we know when he, when he was sacrificed, he, he went to Calvary willingly. And we know, that's the way the prophet put it, he actually died more in Gethsemane than at the cross. Because there he was faced before the bitter cup of iniquity, the cup of your sins, my sins, our mistakes, our weaknesses. And he willingly drank the whole cup till the last drop, till that last soul that will come in. It wasn't something pleasant when he was struggling with all our weaknesses, all the sin, all our dirtiness and all the vile things of the world. But I'm so glad he took my place. Hallelujah. He took my place when we should have died on the cross. You should have died. He took our place. He became us so that we might become him by grace. Hallelujah. And he carried our sins willingly. Hallelujah. He went there alone. He was left behind. He had no one to support him. He, he went there alone. He said, Father, not my will, but thine be done. If it be possible, let this cup of iniquity just pass me by. But nevertheless, thy will be done. We are identified with Christ as the bride. In him, when he died, we died. We are identified in when he took all the iniquity, he took our sins upon him. He took the curse that was upon our lives and he put it and nailed it to a cross. I'm so glad we have a perfect lamb without blemish. And more than that, we, we as the bride of Christ, when, when they pierced his side, and we remember there the, sto- the soldiers stood there at the cross, and just at the moment of breaking his legs, if he would have done it, then the whole scripture would have been broken. Imagine he was standing there, but he, he was bound by the scripture. He couldn't make any move because God had already said, I will not suffer my Holy One to see corruption. I will not permit one bone to be broken. But they pierced his side. They pierced his side. And when they pierced his side, I believe you and I were taken out of his side. Like like God did in the beginning. He took the rip out of Adam and he made Eve. At Calvary, He created himself a bride from his side, his wounded side. Because remember, we are his body. We are his hands and his feet. Hallelujah. And he took us from his side. And I'm so glad when he died, he died with our sins. And he rose again in new life. And I'm so thankful he nailed my sins to the cross. How simple it may seem, but the reality is so great of it. That even this morning, all of our sicknesses he bore, all of our weaknesses, all the things we struggle with, he nailed them to the cross and he already conquered it. And he said, it is finished. Hallelujah. Everything we have need of is finished. 
our problems from yesterday, they are finished. From today, they are finished. Everything, tomorrow, it's finished already. Amen. What a declaration. It is finished. And we know by the scripture in the Old Testament, it was clearly uh, identified as we read in Galatians. Cursed is he that hangeth on a tree. Christ willingly took our blame and our shame. And he hanged it on. He, when he hanged there on the tree, he became a curse for us. Yes, he became our curse. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That was his purpose. <laughs> Satan thought he had him. But God had a greater plan. Amen. Sure. Hallelujah. Amen. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. So if we believe this morning, we are believers, then we can receive that promise of Abraham. We can receive this promise of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We can receive the promise of being born again. Not just by water but by spirit. Hallelujah. We read in the Bible when Jesus, and that we spoke about it yesterday, how Jesus stood at the grave of Lazarus, and he stood there as a man, and he wept. And there's a season, and we believe We've heard that yesterday, there is a season and a time for everything. There is a time to cry. There is a time to struggle, fight. There's a time to cry out to God. But there is also a time to stand up and gird ourselves and fight again. There is a time to weep and there is a time to fight. Like David and Ziklag, we heard it. There is a time to weep, but then David strengthened himself in the Lord. And then he strengthened himself to take back everything that the enemy took away from him. I'm so glad God gives you the power to do so. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. To take everything. We know the devil is he's a, he's a destroyer. He's a thief. He wants to rob and he wants to destroy. That's his purpose. But God has come to give us life and more abundantly. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's, he's coming to give us restoration. But this morning, this is a simple point. But he wants you to play a part in the restoration. Yes. He wants us to do something. Listen closely. And here he's standing, weeping. And people even criticizing him like, Lazarus was sick and we called you. You didn't come. He was sick and, and you, you, it took two days and now he died. So you can read that. They started to criticize and others started to cry. But God had a purpose. Hallelujah. God always had a, has a greater purpose in your suffering and in your trials. And I'm saying this morning, if we are still wearing those garments of, of sorrow and pain, it's time to get rid of it. It's time to step forward and put on your garments of praise. Because we celebrate the resurrection this morning. We celebrate a God that drives away the clouds in our lives. The sun is shining this morning. 
Shalom, good morning, bride. It's the dawning of a new day. There's a new season breaking forth. Springtime is coming. Hallelujah. Rise and come away, my love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Behold, the winter is past. The rains are coming. And so we see him standing there and all the conditions and all the criticism. And when we heard yesterday, Jesus was even groaning in his spirit when he stood there at the grave and the stone laid upon it. Remember, he knew why he was sent to the earth and he prophesied four times to the disciples that the, the way he would die and he would rose again. And I don't know how or what, but somehow they forgot about it when it happened. He said it four times. But when it happened, they were totally confused. And I say, Lord, help us today in this hour before the rapture that we don't forget the prophecies that we have received. Amen. That the things we see Modern events declared by prophecy that the things that we see, things that are to be, all the things, the good things and the bad, the, the economy, the politics. But look, brother, sister, we are not looking to those things. It's only affirming that the, the coming of the Lord is drawing nigh. And whatever happens to you, you go through tribulations, difficulties and all those things. Let me tell you. It's the same spirit that was in Christ that is in you. And God allows you to go through those difficult times to prove to the devil, listen closely, I find no fault in her. Because God has done everything. He requires one thing and it is perfection. The prophet went into that place. He says the only thing that will enter there. It's perfection, and we can never do it in ourselves. Yeah. You know, you, you can dress the right way. You can wear your hair long. You can never say anything wrong. But still, you will never be worthy enough to enter that place. Without the blood of Jesus Christ, we can never make it. Without the blood of a perfect lamb, we can never enter that place. Amen. And perfection... We can never reach it in our human efforts. Hallelujah. We can never uh, reach it in our legalistic ways and thinking that uh, here is the whole checklist and if I do everything according to what the prophet says, I will enter there. Let, let me tell you, you will never get there. You, need the, you still need the blood of Jesus Christ. Remember, you as the bride, she will bring forth the headstone, crying out grace, grace unto it. Double grace. Grace to be saved and grace to go in the rapture. Both of them, we didn't deserve it. <laughs> we still, you might say, well, I'm living a good life. We're doing everything. Let me tell you, it's still rapturing grace. You might say, I'm struggling with faith. I'm struggling to believe. It's still the grace of God that you can believe. It's rapturing faith. And we need his grace, rapturing grace to believe for the rapture. We need a, a faith that is bigger, greater than a mustard seed. We need rapturing faith. And I hear the prophet say, don't worry. It will be there. 
<laughs> I'm so glad for that. Hallelujah. And so Jesus is standing here now in front of the grave of, of Lazarus. And he, he is moved. He is groaning in his spirit. Standing at the grave. And, and, and there is the shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. But then he lifts up his eyes. And now the God part starts to speak. And he says, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Listen closely. Nothing has happened. Nothing has changed. Lord, help us that we can have that kind of faith. Yeah. 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 Even if nothing happens, yes. Lord, I thank you that you have heard my prayer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people uh, standing by, uh, sorry, which stand by, I said it, that they might believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. <laughs> and we know if he wouldn't have specified Lazarus, all the dead would have risen. I believe even we would have come up. <laughs> Amen. Where, wherever he would have had to collect all the molecules and he would have gone through all the future generations. <laughs> We had to come forth because, remember, he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. He died for you and I. So not just the souls that were in the grave, but the ones who still had to come. And I believe, brother, sister, when we hear the shout of this message, hallelujah, it called us by our name. It called us from the dark graves of denomination, of church systems, of our own flesh, our own carnality. Somewhere in the darkness, we heard a voice of God calling us by name. I'm so glad. One day I heard this voice. One day, maybe you listened to a tape and you heard a voice behind that voice. Not the voice just of Brother Branham, but the voice of the Creator. We're saying, come forth. And we see he that was dead came forth, Lazarus, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. Isn't that amazing? He's saying, Lazarus, come forth. But now he's speaking to all those people. Some of them are still have tears on their cheeks. Others are criticizing. And now he's speaking the word of life. But he's saying, you have a part in the resurrection. You have a part in the loosening of Lazarus. I'm so glad for that. The same Jesus that said a few verses before, take away the stone. So before he even speaks to Lazarus, he's asking, uh, and there are the women, and imagine he's saying, it looks a bit cruel, like, take away the stone, and they're doing effort to take away the stone. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that the Lord Jesus needs your hand, he needs your feet, yeah. he needs us to do something. Sure. And I believe when we come to church, wherever we go, 
if we visit someone who is sick and in need, he wants us to do something. Because we are his hands. He has no hands than your hands. And I'm glad I can say this in a church where there's a ministry that is reaching out, that is helping to put a Bible into the hands of people, books of the message. Hallelujah. Food on the table. Help build churches. Because there's no hands than your hands. But, but it's so easy to say, well, God has to do it. You know, there's a danger. We can so trust in predestination that we become lazy. But I'm glad that I'm in a church here that is active, that is doing something for the kingdom of God. And I'm saying, God bless you for that. Take away the stone. Hallelujah. That's the greatest mystery that God can use one human being to help another human being. That's also the greatest stumbling stone. Because we have to be able to look through the flesh of one another and see that the God part that is in your brother and sister, that God has put something in each one. I cannot be Brother Barry. I cannot be Brother Rep, which is a very good friend of mine. We, we, we are all different. God made us different. And I'm always startled, amazed when I hear somebody preach. God only has originals. Brother Timothy, God only has originals. Nobody can take your place. And we, we so often struggle with our own humanity. But if we could only take away the stone <laughs> and see God has something greater. So he doesn't only ask the people around, take away the stone. And, and, and here is Martha saying, by this time, it's four days. He is stinking. But the Lord said, didn't I say that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God. When God tells you to, to do something, it might seem so incredible. It might seem so even stupid to the human understanding but he says, when he says something, we have to do it, yes. whatever it is. That's what Mary said when he was there at the wedding of Cana. Whatever he says, do it. Yes. And now he says, fill up the buckets, fill up those, yes. those big uh, vessels with water. It seems so, so uh, impossible for the human mind. And bring it to the master of the feast. Hallelujah. I love that thought. He saved the best for last. You know, at the wedding, they had been drinking wine and there was no wine. They must have been drinking a lot. (laughs) And now he comes and here is the master of the feast and, and he tastes of it. And he says, why did they bring the best wine at last, in the last? I believe... Brother, sister, there, there is a stimulation of the revelation. Yes. When we preach this message, yes. he saved the best wine for Amen. last. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord. Paul preached it. Irenaeus, Columba, they all preached it. But the best wine is now. Amen. But remember, it's, it comes. Here is the water of the word. The preaching of the gospel has always been. But God now changes. The preaching of, of this message changes Water into wine. There is a stimulating power 
when we hear the word of God being revealed. When God starts to release the stone and, and, and when he starts to bring forth life, it's no longer just letters in the Bible, but it's a living word. And they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Death and life cannot stay together. One of the two have to go. They crucified life and death had to go. And to the human eye, to this dimension, this earthly dimension, it looked as if life had died. But if we look in the other dimension, it was death that died. It was the curse. Our curse had died. Our sins died. Hallelujah. And now he's saying, Lazarus, come forth. So here comes the man with all the grave clothes and everything. His, and the Bible says his hand and his feet were bound by the grave clothes. And his face was bound by a napkin. And Jesus said unto the believers there, Loose him and let him go. So yes, we have a part to play. Yes, we still lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yes, we still anoint them with oil. Hallelujah. According to James 5, yes, we still believe in altar calls. It's not the only way, but it's one of the ways. Because it's good for people to make a step forward. Because it's a symbol of making a step in faith. You know, there's nothing at this altar, nothing special. It's just stairs like you have at home. Right? It's not your pastor, but it's the promise of the word of God. If you call the elder... And you anoint the sick with oil. Hallelujah. Then they will be healed. Yes, sir. And if you've done anything wrong, it shall be forgiven. Yes. So God always gives you more than what you ask. Aren't we glad for that? Amen. But he needs a hand to lay, be laid on. And, and he shows us by the book of Acts. And I believe Acts is something active. Something happens. It's the dynamics. It's, it's the hands of God the, you know, hands represent act, action. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. And now he, he requires them to take away the grave clothes. In other words, the, the, the season of crying, of weeping, the season of expressing your problem. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But the, the, the Lord is now saying it's over. Hallelujah. Everything that has a smell of death of the past and it's over. There's new life. There's a resurrection. God wants to transform you. It's a new day. Hallelujah. Uh, Remember when when he rose again, there's an empty grave. uh, The prophet calls it, I read it yesterday. He called it a dual sunrise. I hope you don't mind me just saying it without quoting the. But he said it was a dual sunrise. I love it. So the physical sun was rising upon that resurrection Easter morning. But there was a, there was a, a greater sunrise. 
Hallelujah. God was announcing a new day. A new testament. A new covenant. Which was greater than the old one. And he signed it with his own blood. Not the blood of bulls and goats. It could never perfect the worshiper. But now we are perfected this morning. Because it's a new covenant. It's greater. It speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Hallelujah. It's not crying for revenge, but it's, it's bringing us redemption. Incompleteness. Hallelujah. But the amazing part is in the whole part of redemption. God needs you. He needs me. He needs every one of you. He needs the children. He needs the parents. He needs us to build the atmosphere. You know, even on Wednesday night when you come from the job or from school or whatever, he needs us to say amen to the word of God. He needs us to lift up our hands. Amen. And sometimes Brother Ram would even say, what, what, does it, what is the difference if I raise my hands? He says, can be the difference between death and life. Aren't we glad this morning that the Lord has removed grave clothes? He, he, he has removed the bounds of our hands. We can lift up holy hands. We couldn't do it before. But now there's redemption and, and completion. Paul said there is, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. But with the shedding of blood, there is remission of sin. And we can testify of it. Lift up holy hands. We are cleansed by the blood. He has made us perfect already. It is finished. Everything we need for our earthly journey, the price has been paid. And uh, listen, it's, it wasn't a cheap redemption. There was a, no one was worthy. No diamond, no gold in the world could pay for it. He paid a price with his own life. He gave his only begotten son. The most expensive, the most valuable thing he had, his own son. He sacrificed him at Calvary. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And I was thinking of that this morning, that even when they, he could have come off the cross and listen, the enemy was crying. And uh, if you are the son of God, come off the cross. The thief on the left said the same thing. Come off the cross. It was the same devil that tempted him in the desert. If you are the son of God, jump down from this temple and the angels will bear you and all those things. But he misplaced the scripture. Satan misplaced Psalm 91. He didn't say in that psalm, jump down a mountain or jump down a building. And I, but he says... I, I will give my angel charge of thee to keep thee in the way. What is that? It's not doing something spectacular. It's just walking with God. And I, I, to keep thee in the way, it means on Monday, Tuesday, at school for the kids. Just a regular daily walk. We don't have to prove anything to anybody. We don't have to impress anybody. Just our daily walk. And he promised, like, lest you uh, dash your foot against a stone. 
So he will keep you in your daily life. But Satan turned that, twisted that around and, and here is the word of God and he went back to it is written. I'm so glad he didn't only lose our hands. And we know that the book of Acts is the, the Acts is the hands, is the action of the Holy Spirit, something we do. Uh, the hands represent something we do for the kingdom of God. And it might just be, the Bible said, even if you bear a glass of water, it will not be without reward. That's right. Listen, that's right. if you think about that simple scripture, there's a lot of people that's going to be there in heaven for a simple act towards one of yeah. God's bride. Yeah. Just those who are, the Lord is so righteous, so merciful. Those who have been good to you and they have never even come to repentance or they will never, uh, they've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit on this earth. But just by being good to you, they will be there. Maybe they won't be part of the bride, but they will be there. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. So he didn't only loosen our hands, but he loosened our feet. Hallelujah. But he said, you have to do it. Yes, we have to defy gravity to lift up our hands. Hallelujah. We, We have to praise him, even if we don't feel like it. We have to get off the grave clothes. We have to get off those bounds that try to hold us down and... Say, oh, just say that the devil wants to keep you there and on the morning bench. He wants to keep you on the wailing wall. But let me tell you, God has restored the walls of Jerusalem. He has restored the spiritual Jerusalem. He has restored. This is a message of restoration. Yes. Hallelujah. And not only the hands, but he has loosened our feet to walk the walk. Not just to talk the talk, but to walk the walk. That we walk Christian lives. We, we, you all know the quote, I'm sure, where the prophet sp- speaks about the thunders. He says, it's not how much we can shout or jump up and down. That doesn't even impress the devil. Excuse me for paraphrasing it. But he says, when he sees that sanctified life... The daily walk with the Lord. That's the thunder that shakes the devil. (laughs) Hallelujah. That daily walk with the Lord. No, not trying to show off. Not trying to, to show off for anybody. Hallelujah. But that daily solid walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Our feet have been delivered. From the bounds. Now we can walk the walk. This message is more than rules and regulations. But it gives us instruction. How to make a step. How to make a step in courtship. How to, uh, to make a step in, 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 a, in, in a wedding. How to, to, be, to conduct in church. Church order. All those, those things. God... We, we are so thankful this message has the answer to all the questions. Maybe we don't receive all the answers, but they are in there somewhere. And God will reveal them as we walk with him. 
I'm so glad for that. Yes, sir. That, that the Bible says that even with the, the trials and the tribulation, he already gives the way out together with your tribulation. Amen. It's a double package. Even before you get into your problem or, or your testing time, he already has the solution yeah. with it. So, so I, I imagine it, it as this in my mind, that here is your whole life's journey. Here is the path from here to glory. And there's all kinds of packages along the road. There's stumbling stones, but he always has the way out. It's always like he doesn't <clears throat> allow you to go through things without having the solution. I'm so glad for that. So, he gives us, now he wants us to loosen our feet and to walk the walk, walk with him. Imagine he, we spoke on that yesterday, the Hebrew children, he allowed them to walk into the fiery furnace. And remember, at that time, they, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, he heated up the, the oven seven times hotter. That's a symbol of the age we are living in. Like the devil is going around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And, and we, we know that power of that pale horse is being poured upon this time. So Satan is doing everything, but this is exactly the time where God is doing supernatural things. Because we see when they said that commitment, we will not bow. When you make that commitment, we will not bow to the God of this evil age. We will not bow to those new ideas about gender and, and, and yeah. a mixture of... Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost a rebuke to the world if we say man or woman, he or she. I don't know if it's the same here as in Belgium, but we, we almost have to feel guilty because we are just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's not go into that this morning. But <laughs> Yes. But it's the pressure and, and, and we have, but let's not go into that, brother, sister. Uh, our focus is... On the prophet says, when that squeeze comes, when the pressure comes, then you will see the power of the third pool in its full power. Yes, so that's what we are expecting. We know it's not just the opening of the word, but it is also a releasing of the power of the Holy Spirit. It is a supernatural God confirming his word. Amen. Hallelujah. And so God loosened our feet. And the Hebrew children, listen, they were bound when they were thrown in the fire, bound by, the, by those circumstances. But God had a greater purpose. They go through the trial. They are thrown into the fire. And God used the fire to release their bounds. Amen. Hallelujah. They came out and, and their feet and hand were loosened as if nothing happened. They didn't even have the smell of smoke. So God has a power of the Holy Spirit to bring you through a trial. And yes, you might be hurt deeply. Yes, you might have suffered a lot. Yes, you might 
uh, even have, have the scars and all. But there's a God in heaven that when you go through the trial, you come out not just as a survivor, but as an overcomer. Without even the smell of smoke. Hallelujah. And I could, I, I could say things in my life personally when I was at my deepest and so hurt and all these things. And you come into the presence of God. And he just, in, in a few moments time, he takes away all the negative feelings. All the scars of the past. All the negative thoughts. Let me say you, that same God is here this morning. And he wants you to say, I want to step forward. And maybe your brother or sister can do it. Let's pray for them. Take away the grave clothes. And not only he had a napkin on his face, God, the Lord asked, take it away from his face. I said, Lord, take any cloth from our eyes. If we can't see God is, what God is doing, if we are so blinded by circumstances in our lives, God, take it away. Take away the blindness in our lives. Take away those things that dim our vision. So often we are short-visioned. We don't see the things that are coming. Look to the two, Cleopas and his friend, on the way to Emmaus. They didn't even recognize, just like Mary, in her grief and sorrow. She said, I don't know where they laid him. And she is looking at the evidence, an empty grave. And here Jesus is standing, and she didn't see it. Here Cleopas and his friends, and, and he's coming in. Always amazed when he asked those questions. And, and haven't you heard, they're saying, what, what has happened these days? And he's asking a simple question, what things? As if he didn't know. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he was the subject. He was the main subject. And he's asking, what things? Well, about Jesus, and they said him to be a prophet. And, and look, he's walking with them the whole way. And I can't imagine they, and the, and in the evening time, a time where the end time, in the evening time it shall be light, but in the evening time they constrained him to come in. <laughs> but I believe somewhere along the road when, we were, when he was speaking and he, and he started with the Psalms and, and Brother Branham described so beautifully and he comes with all the scriptures, Psalm 22 and yeah. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And, and he starts to, to quote all the, all the prophecies about himself. See, that's what this message is about. We should be going into it and reading the prophecies about you and I. Yeah. Everything that God has promised. And, and without realizing, but somewhere along the road, your feet will get loosened. Hallelujah. You walk a different walk, and somewhere along the road, God will remove all those napkins of death and saying, where is God in all of this? Where is God in my situation? Where is God in my sickness? Where is God when my son or daughter is going astray in the world? Let me tell you, he's still mindful. Maybe he just asks you what things, but he knows already. Yes. <laughs> But he just wants to encourage you. 
He wants to show that he cares. He's, he's showing that he cares this morning. And then they ask him to come in, and that is Laodicea. We know that Jesus standing outside of the church, all the church systems have rejected him, the word of God. They have put him out. But he's asking to the individual, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man will hear my voice and let me come in, I will and open the door. And you see, it's something we have to do. He cannot open the door of our heart for us. There's nothing, there's no lever to open the door. It's on the inside. God will never bypass your own free will. He will never force himself upon you. He is a good husband. Hallelujah. He will always come uh, as, as you open yourself to him. But he says, you have to open the door. You have to take away the grave clothes. We have to take away the stone. Hallelujah. We cannot perform the miracle, but we can take the stone away. We, we, we cannot raise the dead. Like we cannot heal people, but we can take every hindrance out of the way. Hallelujah. I, I love that. The prophet says, before you come in the prayer line, be sure you take everything out of the way. Take all your unbelief. If there's unconfessed sin, take it out of the way. Take all the bounds, the grave clothes away. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm, I did you wrong. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. And then nothing can stand before your prayer. Hallelujah. You are bound to be healed. You might say, I, 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 res- I want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, take every dirty grave clothes and take it away. I cannot give it to you. Nobody can give it to you. But we can take away all the bounds that keep us. And all the things, well, this in my life. And maybe you're struggling with pornography. Uh, Let me tell you, you cannot deliver yourself. But you can say, I don't want this no more. You have to hate those bounds and say, there's more to life than this. Let me tell you, there's a greater power. Oh, you might say it's pulling so hard and I cannot free myself. No, you can't. But let me tell you, God has given you the strength to remove the stone. He will bring the resurrection and life. There's a greater power than the power of lust. The power of the Holy Spirit is so much greater. It will give you satisfaction that nothing in your flesh can give you. Hallelujah. Our feet and our hands have been loosened. But he wants us to do it. And now when he brings Cleopas and and his friend and they're sitting at the table. Now the realization comes. There was not just their hands and feet but something started burning in their hearts. And now the grave clothes, the napkin from their face is removed. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. When, when they saw that he broke the bread, they recognized he'd done something as he did before the resurrection. And they saw it was Jesus. Their eyes, the Bible says their eyes were holding. 
They were so, that's, he said that in the beginning when he met them, why are you so sad? Why are you of, of a downward countenance? And why are you reasoning? They were discussing all the things. And now they see here is the resurrected Jesus Christ sitting at their table. And they couldn't. And now he removed the, the blindness and he removed. And they went forth with joy. But the thing is, brother, sister, you might not always realize, the prophet says it like this so many times. He says, we bump into angels yep. unawares. Yep. In your daily life, you don't realize, but the angels of God are encamped around them who fear him. There's angels with you in the cars. So many times we would have had that bad accident, but angels protect, protected you. And sometimes we don't realize we, are, we go at it so roughly and don't realize we bump into angels. Remember, they are ministering spirits. They are sent forth from the presence of God to bring you salvation, to bring you healing, to draw you closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. To, to encourage you in your faith. I'm so glad God has loosened our feet to walk into the promised land. Where all things are possible. In the promised land. And he's given each one of you a part in that land of the Holy Spirit. But we have to make a step of faith. Footstep means possession. But how can we take footsteps if our feet are still bound? I say, Lord, loosen every foot this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Loosen every hand to worship him in spirit and truth. Loosen our hands to do something for the kingdom of God. Not just lift them up, but also help to bear the burden of a brother or sister. And say, well, the pastor has to do it. No, we are a body of Christ. You can also lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. Take the grave clothes from, take the napkins from our face. Hallelujah. Take the napkins from our mouth. Not just the eyes to see God as he is, as a living God, as a resurrected God. But take the napkins from my mouth that I can speak words of life. I say, Lord, break that spirit of negative confession. Give us a positive confession. Let us not speak things that pull each other down, but let's lift each other up. Let's edify one another. Let's not use our tongue to speak backbite and those things, but let's speak to edify the body of Christ. If we can hear something negative, if we sense that spirit that wants to pull us down, we know, you know, that you can do something about it. We don't only have to stay silent, but say, brother, sister, we shouldn't speak like that. You know what you are doing? You're doing what Mary and Martha had to do. They had to take away the napkin from the face of Lazarus. Saying, don't speak like that. See, Job said those words to his wife. He didn't call her stupid. He wasn't 
saying bad words, but you, you speak like a foolish woman. So it's more than a head knowledge, but it's the heart speaking. It's the, out of the heart we're speaking. Out of the heart that is resurrected. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me say this morning, God, the resurrection and life has spoken to us. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit has loosened our feet and our hands and our head. And we are not thinking the thoughts that we used to think. Let's remove all the grave clothes. Let's remove all the napkins from our face. Uh, the things I used to think, I don't think them no more. Amen. The things I used to say, I don't say them no more. Amen. Ezekiel says, I will give you a new spirit. And we know it's not the Holy Spirit, but it's a new way of thinking. The prophet says clearly, it's n- that new spirit is not the Holy Spirit. But it is your spirit that is renewed. Amen. You can look it up in the message. Hallelujah. He says, uh, because in your own mind, your own spirit, you couldn't even uh, agree with yourself. What is he saying? Well, that God part, you couldn't agree with yourself. But God gives you now a new spirit. Hallelujah. Paul says, be not conformed to this world. Hallelujah. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So God, transform our thinking. Give us a new spirit. If you want the Holy Spirit, first your spirit has to be changed. Remove the napkins of death. Remove the things, those dirty thoughts, thoughts of the flesh, negative things, clouds in your mind. Thoughts of depression maybe, thoughts of suicide. They have to go in the name of Jesus Christ. You might say, in our church and the bride, like never before, we are, we are not immune to those things. But let me tell you, God has the answer for every situation. He is still the resurrection and life. You might be in the darkest pit. You might be in the darkest depression. But God is calling your name this morning. May God give us grace. Hallelujah, that we remove all those napkins, all those darkness, all those dark spirits that try to bind us, make us earthbound. We are heavenly creatures. Hallelujah. David says, renew a right spirit in me. He hadn't lost his salvation, but he had lost the joy of his salvation. I say, Lord, renew the joy of our salvation. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. David had lusted. He had lied. He had murder. He had all those things in his mind and he knew. I can never make it with that kind of spirit. And he said, renew a right spirit in me. See, Jesus conquered those three things in the desert. And the prophet connects actually the temptation, the, the three temptations in the desert uh, with the scripture in First John. 
All the things that are in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Jesus conquered all three for you and I. Hallelujah. So the prophet brings, connects those three, and he overlaps the three temptations with the three things. And it's actually the root sins. All sins come out of that, but Jesus conquered them for you and I. Hallelujah. He defeated hell. He, he conquered death for you. It's, it's not something to conquer anymore. He already conquered it. He conquered sickness for you. He conquered this depression. Hallelujah. He conquered nervousness. He conquered cancer. Hallelujah. You know, Satan, he wants to bind you with his sickness. He wants to bind you with all those things. But we are commissioned to cast them out. That's the first thing that God did in heaven. Hallelujah. And, and we thank the Lord. We have, we have the power to loosen. We have the power to bind and to loosen. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 16 says it to Peter. And I say to thee, thou art Peter. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Talk about keys. Hallelujah. And the prophet says the key of faith. When those apostles started to apply it, they used the key on earth and something opened in heaven. Hallelujah. When you start to use that key to loosen your feet, loosen your hands, loosen your mind, loosen everything you need, something in in that heavenly atmosphere has to open up. The supernatural power of Jesus has to come on. Listen, it is so incredibly important. God has created us to be free. Hallelujah. In the days of Moses, that was his declaration against the enemy. Let my people go. Loosen them in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. They tried to withhold the Savior, the Son of God. And isn't it funny, the more Satan tried to do to bind it, the more evidence of the resurrection, the more supernatural it became. They put Jesus in a tomb, and they put a a big stone, and they put a Roman seal in front of it. And he would show that he is more powerful than two legions, that he's more powerful than all all that a Roman system could do. What am I, I, I saying? There's another Roman system in this day, and listen, the Bible says that it, uh, there will be a mark of the beast. And it's, it's not that QR code or a thing in your hand and all this stuff. But the prophet already said there's a mark in the hand and the head. It means that you act uh, following to the, the Antichrist. You do what he says you to do. And in, uh, the mark in the head is that you think like him. You accept it. Brother, sister, so it's already revealed, like, during COVID, many, many people 
we're confused and all the things on the internet, but the truth has already been revealed. It's those people who follow the mark of the beast and its teaching and all the things, and they would do, who act according to it. Aren't we glad that our hands have been loosened? Aren't we glad that our hat has been loosened, that we are not bound by those, by the spirit of death? But as they did in that day, they tried, there was a Roman seal. It comes back on this world that they tried to bind the bride of Christ. But we cannot be bound because Jesus lives in us. The same Jesus that broke that Roman seal has broken in, in, in his bride. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he loosed the seven seals that held the church bound for 2,000 years. Yeah. Hallelujah. But now all the power of heaven is released. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, justification is not something historical from the days of Luther. But we own the reality of it this morning. Hallelujah. Because the bounds have been released. Hallelujah. Sanctification is still a reality today. I think I'm saying, let let me preach for a a little moment, but we need more of it. You know, I've preached on it several times back home and other places. Whatever happened to sanctification? Because people want to jump right from sins to the Holy Spirit. That's not what my Bible says. There's a few steps that are in between. (laughs) Amen. But we want to jump uh, to the top of the ladder. The prophet says, you're going to fall down. That's for sure. And we see it happening. We first need a real repentance, dying out to ourselves. We have to go to Calvary. It's still the same old-fashioned message. We have to die to every sin and say, Lord, I'm truly sorrow. I'm truly sorry for what I've done. We have to get baptized and... Uh, but, but then, listen, baptism is not the symbol of sanctification. In some way it is, but in reality, repenting and baptism is the first step of justification. You understand? So there is another step for, for our little sister that's getting baptized. That as soon as you come out of the water, sanctification is a process. You start praying now, Lord, I want to serve you. Give me your thoughts. I want to dress the way you want me to dress. I want to speak the way you want me to speak. I want to behave the way you want me to behave. And I tell you, when you get that sanctified attitude, God is bound to fill you with the Holy Spirit. I'm afraid people are sometimes, they're just running to have a feeling and You might speak in tongues and shout and all those things, but if it hasn't changed your life, it's just a carnal experience. It's still the genuine Holy Spirit, but let me tell you, it has to change your heart and your thinking. But as it always was, every revival brings forth twins. You might look at two persons and it looks very similar. But let me tell you, 
God doesn't look on the inside. He looks uh, on the outside. He looks to the heart. He looks to that dedicated life. We have the promise that this bride is writing another book of Acts behind it. And it is happening. Hallelujah. It is happening. Because the, the word says, these signs shall follow them that believe. There's acts of the Holy Spirit. But brother, let's, sister, let's not settle just, for, just to have a good feeling, just to speak in tongues. And we believe in all those things. It's very sacred. I think we need it more than ever, but let's, let's be careful that we're not running after the things, after the gifts, and we miss the most important is a change of our lives, a change of heart, not just of our mind, but that the Holy Spirit can fully possess us because God wants to lead us to an adoption. Remember, when they came into the land, the adoption, the placing was... With their feet, they had to take possession. Uh, Caleb and Symbol said, give me my mountain. He had to ask for it or he wouldn't have received it. So it doesn't even stop with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but we have to press on and find our place. And now, not just being babies and being born again, but God wants wants us to move on and And grow up and now become mature and be placed sons and daughters. And I'm so thankful we have a message that that tells us how we have the message of adoption. And I'm sure your pastor has dwelled on that many times. And Paul says, let's not come again with, uh, in Hebrews 6, if I believe, Lay again the foundation and of baptism and all those things. And he still says, but this we'll do. So we still go on with it. But he says, let's not stay there. If I can say it like that. Let's not get blocked there. And, and, and there's a road to take like we have a ministry. There's something to do to serve the body of Christ. So I believe we, we can all say, well, I believe the seals are loosed. The seals are revealed. But it has to become a personal revelation. Listen. Revelation 10.7. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel. It says the mystery singular of God. Will be revealed. It's not plural. Singular. Whenever you meet that in the New Testament. Most of the time it's referring to Christ. And here comes a prophet after the opening of the seals. He says, Christ, singular, is the mystery of God revealed. So he's saying, Revelation 10, 7, he came to reveal Christ. But the thing is, the seals are open. Now Christ is revealed, but it means nothing to you unless it becomes personal for you. Amen. Amen. So, so what if they would have left the stone? What if they would have left all the ties? Then Lazarus couldn't have talked. He couldn't have walked. He would still look like a dead man. So if we don't step forward and say, Lord, I, like, like Peter, that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He would have never had that reply. Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hasn't revealed it. 
You didn't receive this from your pastor or from a minister, but from my Father which is in heaven. You all know that vision where Brother Branham Orr dreamed that he has. And he sees people bound in a prison. And he describes how thick the bars are. And he describes the terrible condition they are in. And what amazes me is that the voice speaks to him. You go and set those people free. Isn't that amazing? It's not God speaking, I will set them free. But he says to Brother Branham, you go and deliver those people. And he's standing there like, how can I do it? No one can do it. He realized, I cannot do it. But he asked God. That's the point. We have to ask God and he gives it to you. It's very simple. The Bible says, if you say to this mountain, that is the the authority of the third pool, you speak and it happens. And, and the prophet says sometimes it doesn't remove right away. But sometimes when you say to this mountain you have to remove. He says it's just a little grain of sand that starts to tumble down. So we don't always see the results right away. It's not always instant healing, instant answer. But when you speak it, you really believe it. The first little grain of sand that goes, and then the next one. And suddenly one kilo of soil is falling down. And before you knew, you know, maybe you've forgotten about it, but God hasn't. The mountain is still moving this morning. He said, if you lay your hands on the sick, they shall recover. Hallelujah. It's a promise not just for America here, but it's to all the world. It's not just for Jerusalem and Judea, but all the world. I say, Lord, loosen our feet, loosen our hands, loosen our mind, loosen our mouth. Give us faith to speak the promises of God. Remember Hattie Ride, all she said that is nothing but the truth. Isn't that incredible? She says it's nothing but the truth. When Brother Branham testified of the creation of those squirrels, she just said, Amen. And God was so pleased that that super anointing came down. And he's, now he speaks, give her whatever she asks. Hallelujah. Now here is a woman that has been weeping and wailing and for her children. Amen. She's been praying for them and weeping, but the time of weeping was over. Now the time to get loosened has come. Hallelujah. This is the resurrection. But listen, not only Brother Branham had to speak those things, but now whatever you ask, now you have to say what you need. You might say, well, God knows what I need. We sing that song. My Jesus knows just what I need. But he says, I want you to pronounce what you need. I want you to knock and it shall be opened. And Brother Branham says, even if he doesn't come, even if he doesn't move, I'll have a great time knocking. I have a good time asking because I know he will come somewhere in my problem. He will come. Hallelujah. Because he always keeps his appointments. He always keeps his promises. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Remember with the Jubilee year, we don't have the time to go into the details. But uh, the 50th year, when they heard the sound of the trumpet, they could go free. But they had to make that step to walk away from their slavery. Hallelujah. They could make a choice. They could stay and they were bored in the ear. And, and they stay, remained a slave forever. I'm so glad we heard the shout of this message. And we stepped forward from our gla- grave clothes and said, I no longer want to serve my flesh. I no one, longer want to serve the God of this evil age. I want to serve the resurrection and life. I want to follow him. I have heard the shout of the message calling my name. Hallelujah. You know what? When we heard the shout of this message, it called us plain and simple, come forth. He called us by our name. He showed us, you have a name in the Lamb's book of life. The disciples came again with joy and said, even devils are subject unto us. And that's good, it's wonderful, but the Lord says, rejoice not over those things. That, that's, that's natural, it comes with the preaching of the gospel. But he says, rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. This message it brings us the voice of God, and, and we say, well, God sent the prophet, that's the voice of God. But there's a voice of the creator behind it, and, and it's not only speaking generally, but it is speaking personally. It's calling you by your name and says, my brother, you have your name in the book of life. Sister, you have your name in the book of life. Lord, help us to step forward. Help us to take away the grave clothes. Help us to lay aside every sin and every weight that so easily besets us. I say this morning we are not... Ignorant of Satan's devices. His plans have been exposed. Hallelujah. True revelation exposes Satan. Exposes his attempt to discredit the word of God. Exposes the antichrist spirit that creeps into the church. That tries to make us formal, cold, and powerless. We don't have a powerless religion. God hates a powerless religion. There is power Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. There is power when we preach the message. Hallelujah, there's a God of Pentecost that confirms his word. Hallelujah, there's signs and miracles following. We are not following the signs, but they are following us. As in the days of Gideon, the plans of the enemy are exposed. He was running at the side of the camp and, and he heard and God encouraged him. He heard the enemy speak. Oh, I had a dream. I saw a big, was it a bread or something, rolling in the camp. And the other soldier said, it is the sword of Gideon. And they started to tremble. (laughs) God puts a little camera in in the director's room of hell. And he exposes the plans of Satan. You know, when the weakest believer goes on his knees, all hell trembles. Because the devils know they might not be strong in faith, strong in this, strong to say words. But if they just take the word, it is written. The weakest believer can do that. 
He knows he has to flee. The word of God will defeat Satan any time, any place, under any circumstance. There's no circumstance too great. Hallelujah. Let me say the subtle beast has been exposed. You read it twice in in the book of Revelation. In chapter 12 and chapter 20, he's called the old serpent. The dragon, the devil, the old serpent. Why? Because it's from the Garden of Eden. He has been exposed. Hallelujah. Brother Branham had that Mamba vision. I'm sure you heard about that. And that voice said, you have the power to bind it or to unbind it. You have the power to loose it or to bind it. And he describes how he is on the highway and he sees a brother and he, he, he senses that there is a, a, such a fear among the people. And remember, God uses this the, the symbol. We know a snake is, is sin. But, uh, and, and everybody, and he asked the question, why is everybody so much afraid? Because the mamba, if it strikes you, it's instant death. It's the fastest of the snakes. And, and it's incredible when you see, uh, they, they, they don't just linger, they attack right away, sometimes in the face like that. So it's, it's a symbol of death. And here God shows it to the prophet and, and he says, you have the power to bind death. And he says, when he spoke, and he said, Satan, I bind you. So he's a, 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 remember, before he speaks, maybe that's important too. Before he speaks it, he says, how, like, like when he had that vision of the prison, how can I do it? But the Lord says, you have to speak it. Deliver those people. And there he is at the prison when he had the dream that all the people crying out like in hell. And he says, house of hell, go away in the name of Jesus Christ. And he says, everything started to crack and to pop and the people were free. See, there is a power that is released. It's not your power, my power, it's God's power. But he wants you to step forward and say it. He wants... He wanted Brother Branham to speak to that serpent. But now he is looking and he says, I know this is a vision. I know God is here. But then he, he says, how can I do it? And that the voice says, you must be more sincere. That is the key. He said, Lord, help us. It's not just magically throwing with words and speaking to everything. But we have to be very sincere. Yes, sir. Amen. And remember the highway, and his brother was jumping away from that snake. And he said, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And he sees how that snake started to curl curl up. And he says it formed like an S or an ampersand, the end sign. And he declares it like this. It it says it's because death has been bound and everything below it. You know, death is the worst power of Satan. But he says, the main power has been bound and everything below it. Name it. The whole list, brother, sister. Cancer, TB, heart problems, depression, nervousness, whatever, worldlyism, 
pornography, whatever it is. All those powers have been bound if you speak in the name of Jesus. So let's not be afraid. God has delivered it to the church. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. But listen, he could also unbind the enemy. And they started to move again. You know, if we, if we come forward to be healed or we have a prayer request, we have to keep in that same positive mindset, sure. believing. Sure. As soon as we speak negative sure. words, you activate that serpent in the situation. Isn't that powerful? So the words you say are very powerful. Words can, there are spirits that travel on words. The Holy Spirit travels on the word of God. But Satan also travels on his perverted words. Oh my. Let me say this morning, woman. Thou art loosed. You are loosed from your infirmity. Nobody was worthy. No church system. Whatever names they call themselves, they are blasphemous names. But let me tell you, the bride of Christ is not a blasphemous name. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, John, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. There is a bride. And we are part of it by God's grace. We are not a denomination. We are not a church system. But let me tell you, God has delivered his bride. He has loosened us from the bounds of church systems. He has loosened us from the God of this evil age. We are in Laodicea, but not part of it. We are in Satan's Eden, but we are of another kingdom. Hallelujah. Woman, thou art loosed. Woman, thou art loosed. Church of the living God, you are loosed from every bound. Hallelujah. Let's remove the stones of unbelief. Let's remove those spirits that tried to put Jesus back 2,000 years ago. He is alive and well. But he wants you to move the stone and say, I believe, Lord Jesus. I believe. (laughs) Even now. Oh, I believe the rapture will come. Oh, I believe Lazarus will rise. And Jesus says this morning, I am the resurrection and life. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, the Lord bless you. Woman, thou art loosed. What what is your need? What is your cry? There's a song that says it. Maybe musicians can come forward. What's your need? What's your cry? Hallelujah. Whatever you need, brother, sister, just speak it. What's your need? What's your cry? He has delivered us from the bound, bounds of the enemy. Let's just bow our heads before we... Forgot the title of that song, but what's your need? What's your cry? It'll get back to us. 
Let's just pray together, commit our lives into the hands of the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence this morning. And we have heard a lot of things, Father, and I pray that you will help us all, Lord Jesus, this morning. As we've heard the word, we come before your face and we humbly ask you, Lord Jesus, if there's any ties that bind our feet, Lord, that are st- maybe our hands are still bound, Father, and maybe we still have a napkin on our face of death, Lord, Lord, with a smell of death on it. Father, may we just step forward, Lord God. Even if it's a brother or sister we're thinking about going through a difficult time, may we help them to get free, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray. We thank you, Lord, that you have loosened us from every bound of the enemy, Lord. We thank you that you're still a chain breaker, Lord. We thank you that you are a deliverer, Lord. We thank you that there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, Lord. Father, if there's someone bound by sin Lord don't let it don't let anyone wait we know the prophet says when he was a young boy and the spirit of God started to speak to his heart and there was a dark spirit that always said wait till you are older Father we rebuke that spirit this morning in the name of Jesus If somebody wants to get, give his heart to you or her heart, Lord, may they be free this morning to step forward and to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. Father, if there's any sin, Lord, that is unconfessed, may it be confessed now in the name of Jesus. May the grave clothes be thrown down, Lord. May every bound, Lord, Maybe someone is here with a desire to serve you, but the hands are still bound, Lord. Maybe the feet are still bound, Lord. We are saying this morning, house of hell, give away in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's a soul bound by depression and by thoughts of suicide. We say, Satan, you have to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Let God's people go in Jesus' name that they may serve him in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's somebody bound by disappointment. We say, Satan, let go of my brother and sister in Jesus' name. You have no right to stay here. You have to go in Jesus' name. Maybe while we still pray, we, we can just slip our hands to a brother or sister and just lay hands on one another brother to brother sister to sister it's just maybe a little little sign maybe a, a, a little act but God can do great things by it he says you buy, you loosen them you take away the stone let's just have a, a moment and pray for one another Not just for yourself, but just for your neighbor, for your husband or wife and your brother or sister. As we connect our faith together, as 
as a little symbol. Lord Jesus, we pray for one another. Lord Jesus, you've said, Lord, if we lay our hands on the sick, they shall recover. If there's anyone sick, if my brother is sick, by your stripes he is healed. By your stripes my sister is healed. Lord, I thank you for it. I lay my hands on my brother and I thank you, Lord. Lord, if there's a need in his life, I pray you. Lord, you will give it to him in Jesus' name, Lord. If there's anything that holds my brother back, may you just break it in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we pray, we set us free to worship you in spirit and truth, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, have your way. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Woman, thou art loosed. Thank you, Jesus. Church of the living God, Thank thou Lord. art loosed this morning from every bound of the enemy, yes. from every chain in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's thank him for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for forgiving my sin, Lord Jesus. Thank you for setting us free, Lord. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for the resurrection, Lord. Thank you that you called my name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, Lord God. We thank you for the freedom and the Holy Spirit, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for my wayward son and daughter, Lord, that you will bring them back. Thank you for maybe an unbelieving husband or wife, that they will come also, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord. You are so good to us, Lord. Blessed be you. Hallelujah. Oh, there is power in the name of... Let's stand. Let's worship him now as we change the order of the service. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Do we believe it this morning? There is power. Break every chain, break every
Hallelujah, that's all he requires. It will move. It's gonna move sooner or later, brother, sister. Hallelujah. Let's enter in, let's worship him. So set your time that I saw an eagle in the wild. I remember where I was, and I was, I was watching. It was in Alaska, and uh, I was hoping I would see one when I was there, and I looked out, and I saw, and there was, a, it, there was a, a bird standing on the ground. It wasn't in the sky. It wasn't doing anything eagles, you know, are known for. It was just sitting on the ground. I looked at it, and I thought, wow, that's an eagle. There was no question about identity at all. It wasn't like you know, you're wondering whether it's this or could it be that. It, that's an eagle. I mean, there was absolutely no doubt. There's just something about eagles when you see them, you know that it's an eagle. And, and then he spread his wings and he took, you know, he took a hop or two and off he went and uh, took off in the skies there. And he just, he just did what was natural. But whether he was flying, whether he was hunting, whether he was swooping, whether he was attacking or defending, or whether he was just sitting on the ground, he was an eagle. Everywhere he was, he was an eagle. No doubt about it. And you know what? That's why, that's why, to me, that's where the battle lays, that, that Satan looks at us, and he, 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 I mean, he, he sees a believer. No matter what we're doing, that's a believer. 
And, and there's no doubt about it, a, a believer has a real identity as a believer. We believe the Word of God. We just love the Word of God. We embrace the Word of God. We, 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 we live the Word of God. That's who we are. That's what we are. We don't have to try to become anything like Brother David said. We don't have to try to uh, impress anybody or put on a show. Hey, believers are believers. Get among believers, you know you're among, among believers. I believe we've been among believers this weekend. I believe we've heard a believers uh, series of meetings. I, I believe that God has spoken to believers this weekend. And sometimes, you know, uh, it, it can be just in a very simple way, just in a very, uh, just a word or two or, uh, you know, a statement. And it's just God's way of touching your life, touching your heart, helping you with your experience and help encouraging you and moving you along the, uh, the road. I'll tell you what, I've been glad I've been in the house of the Lord this weekend. It, it's been a wonderful experience. Let's sing that uh, chorus again. Watch the eagle in the sky. I'm going to uh, slip back away now, and we're going to turn it over to Brother Jaron and, and, and let him close it out here this morning. If there's anybody else who would like to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, you're certainly welcome to do that. And if Sister Emma would like to get uh, slip out and get prepared, uh, that will be great. We'll meet them back there. And uh, may God bless you this morning, and we'll see you at lunch uh, over on the other side. Watch the eagle in the sky. Oh, the power that makes him rise—it's all. Set your wings, oh, set your wings to the winds of faith. Well, you can fly to a higher place. Do not struggle, for it's by grace. Oh, set your Sing it again now. Oh, set your feet to the winds of goodness and mercy to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise his name, amen.
just been good to be in the house of the Lord. Appreciate the ministry today. Amen. Let's just sing a couple courses before we make ready for the baptism. Had the little song on my heart, Lord, I lift your name on high. Let's try the key of G. Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. Well, I'm so glad you're in my life. Well, I'm so glad you came to save us. You came from heaven to earth to show. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. There we go. 
I need to be saved and uh, knew that this was the time for her so she's not going because there's a whole bunch of other kids ahead of her here she's going on her own conviction and that's a wonderful thing Amen. and so we're proud of uh, sister Emma and we're delighted I mean what a beautiful day on Easter Sunday to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ but you know as happy as we are as 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 uh, uh, joyful as we are it's, it must be a great thing in heaven to see a, a sheep return back to the flock again and come back home. And so it's a wonderful thing. Emma, if you would hold my hand. The other one, hold your, your nose there. <clears throat> Emma, based on your profession of your faith and how God has dealt with you and your desire to walk in newness of life, I baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sing like never is kind. 
Hallelujah. Let's sing that song. I'm in this church. Oh my, I feel excited today. B flat. Give me that key. Well, I've been to the water and I've been baptized. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Well, I've been changed from this creature that I once was and redeemed my name. Well, I've been changed. Well, I've been reborn now. All my life has been rearranged. And what a difference it makes when the Lord came. Stand alone, he will wipe every tear from my eye, and I'll thank him for giving a wretch like me a new home beyond the sky. Well, I've been changed, oh yes, I've been reborn now, all my life has been rearranged. Well, what a difference in me. Well, when it last in his presence, I stand alone. He will wipe every tear from my eye. And I'll thank him for giving. Well, a new home beyond the sky. Glory. Well, I've been changed. Well, I've been reborn now all my life. 
come up a new creature. I don't know about you, but everybody changed my life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my, hasn't it been good to be in the house of the Lord today? Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Let's sing the song as we go. Man, just take the Lord on your hearts as you leave today. Man, think about his goodness. Think about his grace, friends. He's just so good to us. Amen. Let's sing this together and just take the Lord with you as you go. Amen. Think about his love. about his goodness oh think about his grace that has brought us through for as high as the heavens above oh great is the measure Bless you, saints.